Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Making Work Fun podcast with Maria and Natasha, two working professionals turned life coaches. I'm Maria, and I have worked in economic consulting for more than 14 years. And I'm Natasha. I have over a decade of work experience in human resources. Through our 25 plus years of combined corporate experience, we have learned a lot about work. And through our work as life coaches, we've learned how to make work fun. Whether you work for someone else, run your own business, or do anything else that you call your work, this podcast will teach you how to make your work fun too. Without giving in to the productivity hustle. So let's dive right in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Making Work Fun podcast. So last week we talked about this idea of, you know, not questioning um, forced gratitude in a way, like questioning this messaging that I think a lot of us are getting, especially like women and people in marginalized identities are like constantly getting about how we need to be quote unquote, need to be grateful, should be grateful. Like we should use gratitude to replace other unpleasant emotions, like all of that. Um, and then this week we wanted to talk about actually being grateful in those moments where you want to be grateful, like being grateful for the things where you do organically have gratitude. Like it's sort of, it's never an either or, um, it just like never is, you know, also a should, (laughs) if that makes sense. Like we're not saying like gratitude is bad just because it's being sort of forced on us sometimes. Um, Gratitude can be amazing. And like, we wanted to address that side of the coin this week. Yeah, totally. Right. It's recognizing that, hey, there are probably things in our lives that we do want to feel grateful for, things that um, happen at work that we want to cultivate, generate and like, you know, feel that gratitude for. And that is totally okay and allowed. And, you know, giving ourselves the space naturally, organically or intuitively or whatever to be able to cultivate and be with that gratitude without that layer of like should. So I think sometimes when we're in um, work environments specifically, like it can be really easy to buy into the, you know, negativity of what's happening. But sometimes when we're in that negative space, there might be little moments of gratitude or gratefulness that comes up. And so part of the work sometimes is to actually allow those moments of gratitude to be there and to take up space and to cultivate them because that feels good for us. And we want to maybe decide to to focus on those things intentionally and purposefully, like we don't always just have to buy into the negative story, especially when there's things that we are happy for, we want to be happy for. Yeah, totally. I think it like goes back to a little bit, well, not a little bit, like entirely it goes back to all or nothing thinking, um, which a lot of like perfectionists have. It's sort of this idea of if I am grateful at work, then I, then I'm saying that everything is always amazing. And on the flip side, like if I'm not grateful, then, you know, whatever the story is like that we talked about last time, I'm um, wasting my life or whatever. Like it's always, it's never an either or, and it never any given action or any given emotion that you feel is never sort of all encompassing and a symbol of something so much bigger, but we kind of make that, make that, assumption and make that leap. And so I think that's why sometimes it can be hard to feel 
gratitude because as you said when those moments come up and when you do sometimes organically feel it it can be easy to shut it down because you're like no no but remember all the problems and all the things we couldn't solve like remember that it sort of feels like you're ignoring those by allowing the gratitude Mm -hmm. and that's the part to like question right like question what you're making gratefulness or gratitude actually mean because if you're making it mean something bad about the work environment. Like if I feel grateful, it means that I can't acknowledge all these things that I disagree with. Then you're actually preventing yourself from feeling, um, you know, a sense of gratitude in your physical body, like that emotional experience that maybe feels so good for you. You're blocking yourself from feeling it because you're making it mean something bad. Yeah, it kind of like sort of your our brains have been wired to like scan or at least like part of our brain is wired to scan for danger. And I think there can be like this sense of if I pause to feel grateful or to even like feel any other positive emotion, then I might miss out on the day. Like I need to be vigilant at all times or I might miss out on something dangerous happening. I might not be quote unquote motivated enough to like change something that I want to change in my, in my work. We can like get into that space, which is very unhelpful sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it questionings is it starts off with questioning whether or not that's actually true. Right. Like if going, if welcoming that thankfulness means like, does it actually mean that now you can't want to work towards change? Like probably not. You could probably be thankful and still work towards change if that's what you want to do. So it's like learning how to hold space for the nuances or the complexities um, that exist in our work environments, in our relationships with our work, whatever we happen to define as work, right? It's totally what you said, Maria, about how it doesn't just have to be all or nothing. Like it's not either totally amazing and incredible or totally awful and shitty. There could be grayness in between and acknowledging and allowing yourself the sense of appreciation and thankfulness for the things that you truly do want to feel thankful and grateful for in your life and your work helps you to kind of maybe um, work towards whatever it is that you want on purpose. Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad you said that because that brings up like a big thought error that a lot of us have, which is that in order for us to cultivate something or to keep like working towards improving something and growing something, we need to hate it. Like that's an idea that a lot of us have. Um, We're like, if we're thankful about our work or about our, you know, whatever else in our life, then we will never change it. We'll just like stagnate and let it be, which is completely untrue. Like actually loving something and being grateful for something is a lot more motivating for you to take action. Like think of it this way, for instance, I love my home. Like I love my um, condo and like the space we live in. And I also love like just constantly redecorating it, cleaning it, maintaining it, like making it even nicer because I love it. Like I, according to that logic, it will be like, I only need to hate the place where I live in order to ever make it better. I'm like, no, it's exactly the opposite. It's because I love it is that I'm constantly trying to like take care of it and make it better. And it's the same with our work. Like if we have things that we're grateful for and that we love and really enjoy, that is not going to demotivate us to like ever improve and grow. Yeah. I love that you brought up that example. Cause I was just coaching someone on it this week. And it's so funny how it's like, 
the idea is so pervasive in our minds that we can only change things that we are rejecting inherently, but like rejecting something doesn't actually fuel us with motivation, desire, determination to change. It actually fuels us with things like shame and judgment, which will prevent us from changing the very thing we might want to change. It's so interesting when you start to think about it. Like I see this a lot with my money mindset clients where they're like rejecting the money that they're earning in one avenue or one part of their lives. And they are telling themselves what would be better if I was earning it in this way, in this other capacity. And I love money as an example, because I mean, the dollars are just dollars. They don't care where they're coming from. It's all the same, right? And it's that same kind of thing where it's like being grateful for the things you want to be grateful for and cultivating that actually leads you to be more inspired and intentional towards the things that you actually want to create. And you don't only have to create or force change from a negative space. Yeah, if you actually, I'm sure that if you actually like think back to your life, you'll find that places where you were inspired and when where you really liked things were the places where you actually really thrived and grew. For instance, like in school, all the classes that I thought I was good at were the ones that I like was got even better at because I was like, this is so inspiring. I want to learn more. And the classes where like I would tell myself I really suck at this were the ones where I would like white knuckle and like really, really have to like force myself to do the work. Um and this comes up a lot for me. You you mentioned the example with money, which totally like I I 100% like can see that. And I've seen that in my own brain, like the relationship to money. The one place where it comes up in like my coaching practice, because I work with people on burnout and on rest, people are very, very hesitant to give themselves a break, like whether physical or mental, like just give themselves some space because of that exact fear. They're like, well, if I allow myself some grace and some space, and you know, if I tell myself that I'm good enough without constantly like hustling, (laughs) then I'm going to stagnate and never do anything ever again. Like exactly the opposite. (laughs) You're going to be so much more inspired to keep doing more things if you give yourself that break. Yeah, it's so funny how our brains just love to categorize things into boxes (laughs) that maybe don't actually need to be categorized. And I always love to say that to my clients. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just try this out a little bit and see how it goes. And if it doesn't work out for you, we can always go back to the old way, right? The old way is always available to us. We don't have to like get rid of it entirely. We could just try a little, you know, turning the dial a little bit or like a little tiny baby step and see what happens from that angle. Exactly. I do the exact same thing because I think that's a big fear in people too. It's like, if I allow myself to rest, then I'm just like never going to ever do anything again. I'm like, okay, well, let's allow rest for a little bit. And if you just decide to lie on the couch and never again move from the couch and talk to anyone or do anything, that's fine. We can go back to you like hating yourself into doing work. (laughs) But if you give it a shot and you actually find that you're inspired to do things and to enjoy your life uh, more when you're giving yourself some space, then let's, let's give that a try. But yeah, you're right. Like it never has to be like, I'm trying this new thing. And now from now on, I'm only need to be doing this new thing. Um, let's just test it out. <laughs> See <Yeah>. what happens. <laughs> exactly. And it's the same thing with like gratitude, right? It's like yes. test it out a little bit. You can see how it feels to be grat- grateful for one specific area at work. And then if you don't like it, you could go back to something else. Like it's again, never, um, 
it's never like you make a decision and that's how it is forever. You can always just like change gears, you know, shift course. There's so many different options available to you. But I think part of it, it really just comes back to like honoring the part of you that does, um, you know, feel grateful or thankful for the things that you are, you know, having those experiences with and just like letting that be part of your experience and questioning if the reason why you don't want to experience thankfulness or gratitude is because of what you're making it mean. And you're making it mean something like, well, now I'm going to be here, stuck here forever, or now I'm not going to be able to change, or now I'm just going to have to be happy about everything. And like, what if that actually isn't true? And you can allow yourself the emotion of gratitude while still changing, while still being, you know, unhappy with certain areas and wanting to, to fix them and shift them. Yeah, I mean, if it's one thing that we've all like noticed in life is that everything is super fluid. Nothing is ever stuck in one place and in one like situation forever. Like things just continuously shift, whether it's your emotional state, the world around you, like things are constantly changing. So this fear that we have that like if we experience something, we're going to get stuck there. It's just not like objectively not true. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I think that's what we had for you here today, but thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, And I guess listening to this two-part episode, um, one on, you know, shitting ourselves into gratitude and then here on the other side, which is just contemplating and allowing for the space for the things that you truly do feel grateful for, right? Again, Maria and I are never here to tell you what you should or shouldn't think, what you should or shouldn't do. It's really about helping you start to question the belief systems and the patterns that you've been um, maybe utilizing in your life and questioning whether or not they're actually serving you and creating the results that you want to have because you're always the authority here. You're the one who gets to decide and there really isn't a right or wrong way. It's really about just you kind of, recognizing how you've been thinking and whether or not that is playing out for you and creating the desired results. Anyways, we will see you all next week. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Hey, everyone. It's Maria. I am a burnout coach for professional women, and I work with high-achieving perfectionists who want to heal burnout so that they can take a step back and enjoy their lives without sacrificing their success. To work with me one-on-one, you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com and book a free consult call. You can also follow me on Instagram at rest underscore over underscore grind or on LinkedIn under restovergrind LLC. Hey everyone, Natasha here. I'm a money mindset coach. I work with women who want to shift their beliefs around money and wealth so they can finally leave the drama behind and focus on actually doing the work they love to do. I work with two different types of clients, employees who want to make more money at work or entrepreneurs who want to earn more in their business. And I teach people how to love the process of earning and creating more because it really is possible for money to be easy and fun. So let me show you how. You can find me on my website at natashatakesti.com or on Instagram at natashatakesti. We'll see you there.